0: What's up, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of In the Nick of Time, live on the Spotify the Podcasters app in connection with reprogram your thinking videos, which you can find when you follow me on Instagram, at Ron Hops. I am your host, Nikki, and time is a gift we should not wait, so let's get right into it. I do not have a PhD. I am not licensed to counsel. I am not a preacher, so you probably say, Nikki, why should anyone listen to what you have to say? Well, I simply obey God's word, and on this podcast, I get to stroke my ego by edifying God only. So if you are listening, that means you and I can grow up together and, unlike the majority, you love, understand And on my podcast, the theme is Church is not, it, not the Answer. And I reiterate each week that I am not telling no one to skip out on worship service. Worship service is very important because in the Bible, God tells us, do not forsake the assembly of others that some are in the habit of doing. So, Nikki, what do you mean by church is not the answer? Well, uh, I want to go back and give a little history on why I even started doing this podcast. I was constantly... uh, It was during the pandemic and everything was going on. Racism at an all time high. Police officers, uh, white police officers killing black men. And, you know, so many people, so many black people uh, were hurt, Uh, especially when the George Floyd situation happened. And I I was just sitting there. And I watch a lot of YouTube and I watch videos and I watch people on their platforms and uh, and they they do a lot of giving of their opinions and they do reaction videos and they tell you what they think about the situation, which is nothing wrong with that. But I was, in my mind, I started to think, I could sit here and I could watch these videos, and a lot of times when I watch the videos, I kind of think to myself, you know, or I, you know, wish that I was talking to that person, but I started to have my opinion. And I was like, you know, what can I do to help all people, not just black people, We are very important to me. I love my culture. But help people to understand that everything that goes on in your life, trials, storms, good times, all of that, God can help you with any problem you may have. Now, when I say church is not the answer... I'm talking about your heart, the condition of your heart when you enter worship service. And what are you expecting from God to the point where don't go to worship service as a trial and error period in your life. Don't go to worship service to say, let me see if this is going to work out for me. Because a lot of times, that's what we do. We, we You know, somebody tells us, man, well, you're going through certain things and somebody tells you, well, God can do this and God will do this if you do this. And what they're saying is, can have like I've been saying a sprinkle of the truth but the truth is God wants to truly do a heart transplant on us when we decide to give our lives to him he wants the sincerity of heart because it is so easy to get caught up and if I do this then God should do this and if he does not do it then we start to figure, well, I might as well go back to doing what I was doing. Uh, because it was it was working at a certain point. And so you revert back to your old ways, but God wants to make us new. So you must understand that you are the church, you are the workmanship of God and he wants to renew you, renew your spirit because he wants your soul to be saved. He wants you to understand that this is not it. So this life is preparation. So when you're talking about church and when you attend worship service, Are you doing it because you want to give your heart and your life over to God? You want to give Him full control over your life? Or are you doing it because you want to figure out and see if it will benefit you? And when it does not, then you're angry. Then you're like, you know... God is not doing what he said he would do. But God is not a God that he would lie. So, when I say church is not the answer, what I mean is, it's not a trial and error period. Don't try God out just to see if you can get your way. Try God because he's good. Try God because he's merciful. Try God because he's loving. So, That's the important part of, you know, understanding, you know, that we're here for God's purpose and not our own. It's not about us really. So in the midst of, you know, let me try God for a minute. Let me see if if he'll do what this preacher said he would do if i pray hard enough if i give as i as i prosper then will i be successful in this life so that's what i look at and that's what i think about when i say church is not the answer that's my reason for saying church is not the answer so let's get into this episode this week's episode um i've been coming and studying the from the book of job and when we think about Job, most of the time, uh, we're we're thinking about the the situations that Job went through, uh, the death of all of his kids, his illness, the loss of his wealth, and that's what we we gain from Job most of the time when we um, hear about or even talk about the story of Job. His overcoming all of his adversities when he fully recommitted back to God um, and really understood what God was doing in his life. And, but I found in studying, and we're in chapter 8 this week, I found in looking at the story, if you just just read each chapter I don't know if I'm going to do all chapters I don't know but I'm going to try my best to get to the end um, but the story is so much more than just the trials of Job uh, the friends that were speaking with Job were It was, the story was basically really so important to us understanding that we could never do enough to please, we can never do enough to say that we have arrived and we fully understand God because we can't fully understand God unless we commit to the relationship with God. And Job's friends were um so quick to assume that God was punishing Job for something Job had done. But if you go if you start at chapter one, God co-signed Job. Joe, and what was going on was what happens now with us the the adversary is constantly accusing us because it, it with God is about our heart condition it's not just about what people see us do that's why God tells us to make sure we're not putting on a show for the world to see. Because people assume they know. But this heart thing, God knows your heart. And people say that a lot. And he does, and it's true. So he co-signed that Job was an upright, blameless man who shunned evil. God told he said, Have you noticed my servant Job? And and the adversary was accusing Job of only serving God because everything was going so good for him. That God was protecting him and shielding him and coddling him from real life. You know, he was he was he was restricting the trials and tribulations that come to everybody else. He was keeping Job from that. And he and, and the adversary was like, strike him, strike him down, take his head as of protection away from him, and watch how he curses you and he no longer follows you. So God allowed Job to go through this because he knew Job. But it was more about Joe recommitting and not and making sure that job did not lose himself in his wealth, his family and uh, his 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 health, you know his normal portion of health you know and thinking get misguided and start thinking you know I'm doing this and I'm because we tend to do that. You know, we tend to think that, you know, I worked hard, I did this, I'm doing that, And we leave, when we become successful, you know, we tend to leave God out of our lives. And, you know, you hear people, you know, I thank God, but a lot of times they want to tell their story. You know, I got up at five o'clock in the morning and I did not I barely slept. But who gave you the strength because you know a lot of times if God does not give you the strength, you you don't have the energy to push forward a lot of times. You know, that's why a lot of us, you know, we try to take vitamins and we 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 take energy supplements and all of those things because sometimes you just don't have the energy. So, in this week's episode, I want to speak of a few things. Uh, and judgment is a, um, a big word. And it's a word that popped out when I was reading chapter 8. What does that word really mean? Judging others puts you under the same judgment. Joe's friend this time was telling Job that there's no way God would judge wrong. What he was saying was true. The problem is that God was not judging Job. Nikki, how do you know that? Because as I stated earlier, God was co signing that Job was an upright, blameless man. So, what was he judging him for? We are so comfortable with routine, we forget that God is always thinking outside the box. So I wanna talk about a few things. First of all, God always judges right. Job's friends were judging, that is why they were of no help. Did God give Christians the right to judge? Yes, he did. But we must judge righteously. Like when we speak of fornication, adultery, um, homosexuality, all of these things. But we also must not leave out complaining, gossiping, uh, backbiting, all of these and talking too much and um uh, a lot of, it's, it's more to it than just the simple things that we focus on. Now, when you're speaking of judging, you have to discern who you're dealing with. And I can't assume I know something about a person. And I also have to make sure that I'm making good decisions. Because when 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 a sinner uses the scriptures and says, God, not Jesus say you shall not judge. But that in context was telling you, do, because he said get the spirit. Get the log out of your eye before you try to get the speck out of somebody else's eye. And he was speaking to those of us who are Christians that a lot of times, we still have a lot of baggage and weights of sin that we haven't let go of. But when we see someone else in sin, We don't show grace, we don't show mercy. We're so quick to condemn them to hell. And we forget that we had to be reconciled to God. So Job's friends were somewhat telling the truth because they were saying, God does not judge. We have to make sure that we are in line with God and our life is not out of alignment. Because how are you going to straighten somebody else's situation out and your situation is not straightened out? Your situation is not um, where it needs to be. I can't tell you how to do something that I'm not doing. So it is important and incumbent upon us as Christians to make sure that we are on track to uh, leading, uh, leading down, or we're heading down the path of righteousness before we talk about someone who has made the wrong turn in life. We have to have that same mercy and grace that God has for us. We must discern when someone is a hindrance to your growth. Those are the judgments that we need to make. Those are the judgments that God um, tells us we have the right to make. When someone is a hindrance to your growth, you have the right to say, hey, this person is a hindrance to my growth. That person does not add value to my life at this point. And how do you know when that person is not a hindrance? Think about Job's friends. They were supposed to be comforting him, but they were so focused on you had to have done something wrong. So you got to make it right, but he hadn't done anything wrong. So they were a hindrance to Job's growth. Which brings me to my second point when I said, no one has figured God. Job's friends mentioned it. He was like, we are, we were just born yesterday and we know nothing. So Job's friends did not know anything. And Nikki, why do you say that? Because he was assuming that he knew what was happening to Job. We as Christians tend to speak our truth a lot of times. Our truth. is God will not allow trials in your life if you have not sinned. And that's our truth a lot of times as Christians. I go to church every Sunday. I, 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 I tie, um, uh, I give the shirt off my back to anybody. So there's no way that God should um, cause me to go through anything No trial should come my way because I I, I believe in God and I read my Bible. I study my Bible. But to know God is to sit with God, to talk with God, to listen for his response. So Job's friends should have been praying for and with Job. Because we as Christians tend to think that we're helping people when we're really hurting them. Because let me me break down something, this thing about knowing God. Knowing God is not the same as knowing the Bible very well. Knowing God is not the same as knowing God's law well. Knowing God is not the same as knowing God's works well. Knowing God is not knowing our church well. Knowing God is not the same as knowing our pastors and church leaders well. So, we demonstrate that we know God when we are able to hear and discern His voice. John 10 27 says, My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. Love others like Jesus did. We must take part in his suffering. In suffering for the sake of Christ. We must suffer for the sake of Christ. Philippians 3 10 said, I want to know Christ. Yes. To know the power of his resurrection and participation in his suffering. Becoming like him in death. And we must live godly lives. 2 Peter 1 3 says His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of Him who called us to His own glory and excellence. This is knowing God. This is knowing God. We have gotten so caught up in our traditions that we forget about relationship with God. Which brings me to my third topic that I want to talk about, which is the traditional church. And I will end this segment like this. Mark 7 3 and 9 says for the Pharisees and all the Jews, do not eat unless they wash their hands properly, holding to the tradition of the elders. And when they come from the marketplace, they do not let what eat unless they wash. And there are many other traditions that they observe, such as the washing of cups and pots and copper vessels and dining couches. And the Pharisees and the scribes asked him, Why do you? Why do your disciples not walk according to the tradition of the elders but eat with defiled hands? hand? And he said to them, Well, did Isaiah prophesy of you hypocrites? As it is written, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching as the the doctrines, the commandments of men. So, we are the church. And we must not become traditional. We must not get caught up in thinking we know people's life, and what they've been through and feeling like we can judge them by what they look like. God does not want us to judge by appearance. He wants us to judge righteously. So put that in context. We can't look inside and know the heart of a person. But we can discern and make sure that we know who we're allowing in our.